Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right. Thank you, Stubby, very, very much. Welcome back to this second hour of our program. And uh, if, <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, normally, normally, whatever normal is in the radio business, uh, we have uh, had a uh, program from 1 until 3, but TCU basketball has preempted so many of them this year so far that we haven't had. And uh, uh, But now we're back. We're back among you and uh, look forward to having you with me every Saturday now for a good while. And uh, thank you for tuning in this afternoon. If you'd like to call, this is a good time to get on. Uh, the lines are empty. I've not given the number for a while. I have Sean. We're going to help with a landscape idea uh, or two. And um, the uh, and then the lines would be yours after that. It's 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. Call right now, won't you please? 888-787-5543. Uh, let me do a quick ad for uh, a, a sponsor, and then we'll go right to Sean. Um, the uh, sponsor is Arborological Services for the Finest in Tree Care. It doesn't get any better than these people. With 12 International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists, college degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters, and three of their people, uh, Steve Hauser, Kevin Bassett, and Russell Peters being named Arborist of the Year for the state of Texas. The best it gets in the state for that year. It's a singular person award each year. And three of the people in the last 20 years have been, that's when it began, have been given that designation. That's awesome and well-deserved. Now, whatever your tree needs would be, Arborological Services can come to your rescue. And with a lot of wind a week ago, there are a lot of trees that need the help of Arborological Services. If they tell you, we're kind of behind, it's going to be a couple weeks till we can get to you, or whatever time they say, uh, here is a line that you can use. You can quote me, or you can just use it yourself. It's fine with me. Uh, uh, I heard Neil say uh, that uh, the, the best are worth waiting for. And uh, that's certainly the case with Arborological Services. They know how to treat the trees at your place to give them maximum beauty and maximum lifespan. Arborological Services, 866-552-7267. And you say, well, that sounds like they're somewhere way out of state. Where am I calling anyway? You're calling right here in the Metroplex. They are based here. They only work here. Their, their uh, uh, crews go out on trucks, dispatched right out of home office every day. And uh, so for service in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area, this is the company to call. Arborological Services on the web, arborological.com. That's a great website. A lot of good information there just on general tree care. Arborological.com, A-R-B-O-R-I. L-O-G-I-C-A-L. Arborological Services, Facebook, Arborological Services, Inc., Twitter, at The Tree Experts. And one more time, that phone number, 866-552-7267. The only people who will ever touch our trees, Arborological Services. I'm Alan from Hewlin Ace Hardware. When you need reliable garden and plant help, come by and ask for Karen. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Alan, very, very much. He is another of the leaders of the 40 Ace Hardware uh, uh, dealers. And uh, he is really proud of his uh, garden sections in his stores. And so thank you very, very much, Alan. All right, we go back to Sean in Plano. And Sean, you're still there with us? Yes, sir. All right, good deal. Thanks for waiting again. And to explain, everybody, uh, Sean has a uh, has a, a, a three sided atrium that faces into a sunny area. It's like a little box canyon. It gets very hot in the summertime. Very sunny. He has mondo grass, regular mondo grass, which gets eight or ten inches tall. Has a crepe myrtle in the center. Uh, he has Japanese yew uh, back toward the back of it, and. Uh, he says uh, things are great until the summer arrives, and then the sun beats in and just decimates 
uh, half of the Japanese use and half of the Mondo grass and bleaches things out. And he's thinking about uh, rethinking everything and even to the point of starting over with, uh, with most of the plants, moving the Mondo grass out, uh, moving the Japanese use somewhere else. And I think that is a very good idea. I'm about to redo a big part of our landscape. We've got some uh, plumbing work that's going to be changing and, and uh, it's going to necessitate some changes anyway and I'm just going to take the advantage of the need to do that. Um, what what I would suggest, Sean, is, is going asymmetrical with your design. It's just really hard to, uh, to work a, a square or rectangle and have everything work out exactly symmetrically uh, and, and look comfortable because of the difference in lighting that you're having. Even if you had plants that were perfectly adapted, I'm going to give you an example. Uh, I, I planted a row, uh, not a, a real row, but kind of a wedge of uh, dwarf Chinese holly many years ago. And they didn't look the same from the left end to the right end because uh, one end got full sun and one end had a lot of shade. Uh, the ones in the shade were much more open. And so I decided, you know, I'm not going to do that again. I'll, I'll use different types of plants so that if they look different, uh, it, it won't matter as much. Uh, so I think I'd probably, even though it's a small area, I'd probably use maybe three kinds of plants uh, in there. The, the ground cover that would endure the, the sun and the shade that could tie it all together could be purple winter creeper euonymus. I have that in several beds that are in sun and shade at our home that go from sun to shade. And it does look the same in both areas. Uh, you'll need to keep it from climbing up into shrubs or climbing up uh, tree trunks, which involves maybe one time a year just reaching in and, and clipping it. It's not, it's not aggressive uh, about doing that. Uh, and I do trim mine to keep it uh, down and, and maintained, and it looks great. I've been very happy with it. I have a bunch of it. Where I used to use Asian jasmine, I find this even easier to maintain, and um, it doesn't turn brown in the wintertime. In fact, it's called purple winter creeper because it turns kind of a maroon color in the winter. The fact that I grew up in College Station has nothing to do with <laughs> my, my enjoyment of the plant. It's a deep emerald green in the, in the summer, or, or dark, dark forest green in the summer. Uh, so that would be my ground cover, but I'd, then I'd use probably uh, at least one type of holly. Uh, Carissa holly is good. It will not handle that sunny area as well. So I'd use dwarf yopon holly or dwarf Chinese holly if, if you uh, don't mind the prickliness of it. Uh, dwarf Burford holly would certainly do well. You'd need to prune it to keep it from getting too tall. Uh, you could use one of the Japanese boxwoods like wintergreen or one of the others that is, uh, has been selected because it is uh, able to hold its color in the winter. Regular, just plain Japanese boxwood uh, bronze, uh, well, burns on its tips. Um, you could use uh, one of the, like flirt nandina, which stays very short. Uh, uh, you're talking about calf high, shorter than knee high and has nice winter color and, and would hold up well and it tolerates full sun very well. Um, but I would, I would use uh, just a, a corner sweep of those, just a, I'm, I'm gesturing my hand in a, a span around a corner uh, of, of the hollies. Um, your crepe myrtle is right in the dead center? Yes. Okay. Well, um, that's that's going to that's going to be a little hard to work around because uh, you could do that by having the bed um, of the purple winter creeper not be exactly uh, symmetrical. Maybe it comes four feet out from the house on one side, from the wall on one side, and three feet out on the other. Uh, or, or something so that it, it breaks up that symmetry a little bit. I'm just trying to break that uh, so it's not quite so um, uh, not quite so obvious that it's symmetrical. But that would be where I would would try to and oh and the other thing I was going to mention to you for color in there, I would get uh, three 
big that that go together three big pots nice really pretty pots not fancy uh, I, i'd be fine with plain terracotta or faux terracotta the the plastic ones that look so good that look that are lightweight and that look like terracotta or concrete pots or anything that will last well uh, it doesn't have to be a glazed ceramic it could be but it doesn't have to be gaudy just something simple that would sit in there and you could change annual color in in the summer you could have one of them in the sun uh, with uh, uh, lantana trailing lantana and, and one of them over in the shade with wax begonias for example but again to break up that symmetry and then the okay. third one is up to you it depends on where you position it. and those pots would not be the same size they all three would be different sizes they might okay. be uh, uh, 20 inches 18 and 16 inches and you just do a grouping of them or uh, maybe it's not even a grouping maybe the the uh, uh, largest one is on one side and the, the other two are on the opposite side Okay. I, this, so I, I just had this in my mind's eye so perfectly <laughs> arranged and, and it's hard to portray. Go ahead. So uh, addressing the the wall on the left side, the one that gets the full sun, which which hollies or, na or, or in a Nandina or whatever would you recommend putting on that side in the full sun? Well, the Nandinas will take the sun. That won't be a problem. I would not oh, use okay. a variegated Nandina. There are some. I would use okay. either Flirt or uh, or Compacta. Compacta will spread. You'll have to dig it out and, and and or put edging in to keep it from spreading. Flirt will not. Flirt is just a little. It's like Harbor Dwarf. If you find Harbor Dwarf, it would be good. I, okay. I love those. They're they're little knee high Nandinas that are really tall ground covers. Is what they amount to. Compacta oh, okay. is one that gets uh, three feet tall. I've used a lot of it because I can propagate my own, um, but it will get it will get thirty six inches tall, and you you wouldn't want it that tall probably. So, uh, but they'll take full sun. And holly, the one that you would not want would be Carissa. I like Carissa a lot, and I use a lot of it, but I have found that it doesn't handle hot reflected spots as well as as dwarf Burford or dwarf Yopon will. Yeah, I could maybe put the Carissa on the other wall or up on that other side. Yeah, so. oh yeah. It'd be all great. Right. Just remember well, Neil, when you I plant new hollies. That you... Yeah, I know. Good. I know. I appreciate your noticing that. Uh, one thing with the hollies, when they get dry, they do not wilt. You'll have no warning. You right. have to be very mindful of the soil and water them by hand. Thank you for okay. being patient with me and letting me get through a couple of newscasts and things. Absolutely. So good Thank luck with it. Thank you so much for your time. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Take care. All right, Cindy in Red Oak, Gary in Dallas coming to you next. Oh, Gary. Gary is a treatment for ash borers. Oh, golly. We'll, we'll try our best. Let's see what we can do. There is a, there is a, a bad problem among us on that one. Let me tell you about my book. Again, that's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. I have it marked down. Uh, I just decided when the year began, I think I'm going to put that on sale for a little while this spring because I, I just know it's tough out there economically right now for a lot of people. Maybe not for you, but, but a lot of us are finding that it's a little harder to make a living this year than it has been. And uh, frankly, that's that's my case as well. And I thought, you know, I can afford to cut the price and help other people because the cash flow will help me as well. And and so I'll just lay it out there. Uh, so it's on sale at thirty six ninety five. Uh, this is a book with three hundred forty four pages, a hardback, eight hundred forty photos, the sixth printing of the book. This is the uh, the latest uh, printing. 11 chapters that cover every aspect of lawns, landscapes, tree shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, fruit and vegetables. The whole works. It's all there in that 48-page that, uh, calendar of when to do everything. I've never had that in a book before, and there it is for you. The book, if it doesn't pay for itself by the end of this spring growing season, if it doesn't pay for itself, I'll buy it back from you. There, you have nothing to lose. If you don't say, man, I'm glad I bought that, then I'll buy it back from you. Uh, the only two ways you can buy it are from my website, 
or from my office. I chose not to put it in stores because they'd have had a markup. Publisher would have had a markup, plus it would have browbeaten me into uh, fewer pages, paperback, all kinds of stuff that I didn't want. This is a hardback. It's printed on high-quality paper and all those photographs, 840 photos. And they wouldn't have done that. And plus, I got to pick my own editor and graphic designer, uh, Carolyn Skye and Cindy Smith, respectively, two women with whom I had worked before. So you get all of that for $36.95 and a guarantee of satisfaction. And I signed the books this way, and I take them to the post office myself. So there is your uh, way. The two ways you can order it, call my office Monday through Friday, 800 752 Grow, G R O W, 800 752 4769. The better way, order it right now while you're thinking about it at neilsperry.com. N E I L S P E R R Y.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Thank you, Stuby. Let me tell you about uh, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, wbroofing.com. I'll give you the phone number in just a minute. They are Texas' premier roofing contractor. They've been serving the Metroplex with the finest in roofing since 1986. They are a second-generation family business. They have the experience of 100,000 roofs installed. Oh, my gosh. That is a huge amount of work. <laughs> That's all I can think about is how heavy that all amounts to. I ought to ask them to do the math for me and tell me how many tons, hundreds of tons of roofing that is. Composition roofs, clay and concrete tile, metal, slate roofs. They do beautiful slate roofs. You want a slate roof? There's some more weight. Oh, they're gorgeous, so just beautiful. But composition is the bulk of what they do. And they will come to your home, go up on the roof, and take a look to see if the wind a week ago did any damage to it. They don't even need a weather map to show like they have for hail storms. They have in incredible maps that show right where the hail patterns were. They don't need that for the wind because the wind went everywhere. If you think you had damage caused by the wind, let them come take a look at your roof. Don't succumb to these door-knocking, fly-by-night roofing companies. There are a dime a dozen, and they're just not honest. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company is the best it gets. They put a roof on our house about four years ago, and we couldn't be happier. If you need a roof, you need Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. Uh, you need to contact them uh, if you're changing insurance carriers, if you're thinking about selling your home this spring, whatever the reason. This is the company. The roofing company is built on integrity, quality, and innovation. The roofing company I'm proud to recommend because they are the roofing company that put on our roof. Wortham Brothers, 972-562-5788, wbroofing.com. Again, 972-562-5788, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. I'm Dan Meyer from Salina Ace Hardware. When you need reliable, localized help with bug control for your home, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Dan, very, very much. One of the nicest stores you'll ever see in Salina, the uh, uh, Salina Ace Hardware. Thank you, Dan. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Cindy in Red Oak. Cindy, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for taking my call. Hi, how can I help? Sure, sure. Long-time listener. What can I've I do for you? your books. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I acquired 
and a, a magnolia jane tree last week, sort of on accident. Um, I've been admiring this tree for two or three years. I've seen it around the Metroplex, and I didn't know what it was. So uh, my daughter's a big-time landscaper, and she has an app on her phone. So I took a picture, and we decided it was the magnolia jane, and she picked one up for me. Is it going to work in our climate? And, you know, I read some things about it, and it says plan in the morning sun and afternoon shade and away from wind. What is your thoughts, please? It's a it's a lovely magnolia. Um, when I saw where you are from and then heard your question, the thing that worries me the most is the depth of your soil. Um there are areas of your part of the Metroplex. Uh, I think about Duncanville and DeSoto. I don't know how it translates into Red Oak, but their their soils are very, very shallow. I don't know how far down you go before you hit White Rock, but that would be the biggest threat I would think of for any Magnolia and, and uh, Jane or Lady Jane uh, included. But other than that, it will, it will do very well. And the morning sun, afternoon shade is primarily because um, this is a, a northern hybrid uh, that would be happier in Louisville, Kentucky than it will be in Red Oak, Texas, probably, or anywhere in, in North Texas, uh, just because of our heat. But it will do well. And there, there are you, you don't see them everywhere here, but you do see them, and, and they're lovely. It will try to bloom pretty early in the spring, and it will get caught by frost uh, and freezes. Uh, if it yeah, tries to it's bloom blooming. Too early, very often try to bloom in February. The one I purchased is blooming right now, and then I saw well, one in my neighbor's that's... yard. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Well, I was just going to say, uh, when you buy one at a nursery, you don't know where it was grown, so it, it's not necessarily blooming on our cycle. But next year it will, and and uh, it may it may try to bloom in February, which is pretty risky for a, a flowering plant. Uh, but but they're they're very lovely. I had uh, I had a sister to it uh, in our yard for uh, probably fifteen years or so, twenty years. So I, I, I don't want to discourage you. I want you to try it. I, I want you to try it, but just plant it in good soil. Uh, don't plant it where you have really shallow rock, and as much as you can plant it where it will get some protection in the afternoon. The wind thing is not anything you can do much about, and I wouldn't worry about that too much. Which was the variety you had, just out of curiosity? Well, I, I had Solangiana. I just had standard saucer magnolia, and, and uh, they are they they are handled about the same way. Is that the big white flowers? Yeah, mine. I had one that was a light pink. This is 40 years ago. Mine lasted about 20 years, and then we did some rebuilding. I built my office at home and and expanded it a little bit and took the steps out where it had been so anyway well i had a follow-up second question i have uh on either side of my front driveway um we had knockout roses and of course they've gotten the dreaded whatever that disease is and they're about gone rose rosette virus yeah yes and i mean they were like you know five feet wide by six feet tall they were big ones and i'm trying to figure out what to put there to replace those the pair of knockout roses you have any suggestions on that well, yeah i do and I, I waited probably four or five years to to come up with a decision on that if you go to my website uh, neilspray.com i have the uh, archived information on this is for other people on rose rosette virus uh, on my home page, I've just left it there because I, I get so many questions on that disease. And at the very end of that story, you'll see the the outcome of my thinking process. I'll tell you what it is, but but uh, all of the information on rose rosette that we have, we don't have a solution for it. It's it's fatal, and and it is the reason you don't see roses in Dallas Fort Worth now. Uh, at at least not not yet. Eventually, hopefully, somebody will come up with a solution, but it's a virus, and, and uh, the, the mite that carries it is microscopic. We don't know when our plants are getting infected with it, so anyway, it's a, a mess. Um, 
I finally realized when we had, my wife and I had been in town in, in McKinney eating dinner one night, and we had to park down the street from the restaurant a little bit, and we walked past a business that had the plan I want to mention to you. And I thought, well, what's wrong with me? I've, I've never thought about the fact that this plant blooms for about four months. It grows the same height as, uh, as knockout roses do and other roses. Uh, it comes in essentially similar colors. Uh, it is uh, deciduous, knockout roses. Most other roses are at best semi-evergreen or, or mostly deciduous. Um, and that's dwarf crepe myrtles. Uh, and uh, they they bloom a little later. They don't bloom, and they don't have the fragrance. I'll give you that. But they also don't have thorns. Um, and right. the, the variety that I'm most especially fond of is the is the petite series that were introduced in the early 1960s, uh, like uh, petite pinky and and uh, petite snow and uh, petite red embers and all of those. There are about eight or nine of them, and they're increasingly being offered back into the nursery trade and they're absolutely lovely and so anyway that is what I would offer to you as a as a good replacement or you can do annuals and perennials and whatever you wish but uh, there's there's nothing that looks like a rose that is an exact substitute uh, there are people who say well I, I still want a rose and I'm willing to replant uh, more often, how often would I have to replant? And probably you can get three or four years out of a new rose if you get one that's clean. Uh, it depends on what you have near you. My uh, roses that I had lasted, I guess, probably uh, uh, 10 years were out in the country, and it was a mile to the closest rose bush. But they finally got rose rosette, and I had to take them out. And... Uh, so, but well, if you it's have funny. A block of your house. I have another knockout rose bush about six feet away from these, and it's still surviving. So I don't know yeah, what to that's say. That's a matter of time. That's a time bomb that's ticking loudly. And are regular but roses anyway, affected also? All roses, every every species, oh. every every cultivar. Yep, they all are. I got to run, well. Cindy, but hopefully that'll help me. Take a look at neilspray.com on the website, and there's a good bit of information there. So Anyway, thanks for the call. Gary and Dallas, you're coming up next, and I don't have a lot to help you with, but I'll try my best. So, And we need to talk about the emerald ash borer. That's the, maybe the one he's talking about. Let me tell you about sunburst shutters right now, and I do so with a lot of experience and a lot of joy because this is a great thing that you can add to your home. They come to your home and measure each window. You say, well, my windows are all the same size. I don't know what a standard window size is, but let's just say it's uh, uh, 32 by 48. Let's, whatever, play along with me on this one. And you say, well, they're all 32 by 48. Well, appreciate knowing that. That's good, but we still need to measure them. And you say, well, that's obsessive. Why? And here is the explanation. I did all of what I just described. And because all of our windows are the same size. And they said, well, here's why. When the painters came and did the tape and bed work around your windows, Neil, they did it carefully. And I'm sure you hired the best painters you could find anywhere around. But they use knives, trowels, to put the, the bedding compound on. And that's not precise. And therefore, the shutters aren't going to fit if we just do shutters that are 32 by 48 inches or whatever. And, uh, and sure enough, and that's why sunburst shutters fit so perfectly. They measure each window and they make a shutter for that window. They don't come out and put shutters in that are already pre-made. They make them individually. You say, well, that's going to cost a ton of money. No, it doesn't. And the other neat thing, there are a lot of neat things. People, the people at Sunburst Shutters are pretty neat themselves. But the other, another neat thing is that Sunburst Shutters are made of polywood, P-O-L-Y. That's just a trademark name for a man-made product that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel because there's no wood in it. It looks like wood, but there's no wood in it. So that's neat. It's more energy efficient. And these are plantation-style shutters, the newest trend, the big louvers. Everything going for them, sunburst shutters. You need to be going for these. Also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. 214-343-2601. 214-343-2601. 
Sunburst Shutters, 214-343-2601, sunburstshutters.com. Hey, it's Amy Shadroff. Does money really buy happiness? And how much do you need to make before that happiness plateaus? Answers to these questions and more at 640 Monday morning on News and Information in the Morning with Dave Williams and me, Amy Shadroff, 5 to 9 a.m. on 570 KLIF and 96.3 FM HD2. Niels Perry's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter that comes from my computer to your email. Pretty direct. Uh, you know, in fairness, Gretchen at my office gets involved. If it came from my computer to your email, it, it would be a mess. It'd be a file and a whole bunch of photos. And it would come with commands like, Gretchen, please put this photo first and this photo last. <laughs> and you'd say, I'm not Gretchen. eGardens is like an old-fashioned garden section. And there are five stories each month, each week. It comes out every Thursday. That's weekly, Neil. We've been doing this 19 years. Uh, one of the stories is a featured plant for that week. One of them is a featured, uh, well, it's it's uh, gardening this weekend where I tell you the things you need to get done. Come on. I'm not going to crack a whip back here, but get with it. It's time. And this time of year, man, this stuff rolls out just fast. You need to get on top of stuff. And I'll help you know what's most important. And then uh, the next one is uh, uh, the Q&A section. We've really expanded that and a couple of other stories. So that's what you get with eGardens. Take a look at it. You can see what you're getting here. It's free, first of all. And you can always unsubscribe if you say, I don't want that. Uh, rarely do people do that, but you can do it if you want to. Um, you see it at my website. That's where you sign up for it. That's uh, neilsperry.com. And uh, then click on eGardens and scroll on down. You'll see where you can see the most recent issue and where you sign up for it. Join 80,000 other people who get eGardens each week. Neil Sperry's eGardens at N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. How can you get the best bang for your buck when you go nursery shopping? Well, if you're buying a large shade tree that's been bald and burlapped, you need to keep in mind that there's been a loss of roots associated with the digging. You need to look closely at the tree's top growth. If it has very few leaves or if the leaves that it does have are small and weak, don't buy it. Check the trunk for signs of gouging or rubbing and look closely at the burlap. If it's extremely fresh, consider that the tree may just have been dug and may not yet be showing transplant shock. That's especially a factor if you're buying a tree from Yopon Holly. I will not do ads in my program for freshly dug new shipment Yopon Hollies because there is too much chance that they're going to drop a lot of leaves before too much longer. Trees that have been dug for a good period of time should have exhibited any problems that are likely to crop up. Those are the ones you really want to go for. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Thank you, sir. Let me tell you now about Ace Hardware once again, because you know what Ace is. Ace is the place where you find helpful hardware folks and friendly folks, people who want to ha help you succeed with any task that you might be undertaking. Maybe you're painting, and they know about tack rags, and they know about a paint thinner, and they know about the type of brush you need for whatever kind of paint you're doing, and they can match any kind of paint you need. They sell the best brands. That's paint and gardening, and plumbing, and housewares, and electrical, and all that stuff. Right now, stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer, any of the 40 who joined together to sponsor these hours. You'll find a great deal on miracle Grow potting mix. One cubic foot bag, sale price two for $15. Your plants want to show off. Give indoor and outdoor container plants the right ingredients to grow bigger and more beautifully with miracle Grow potting mix. Their specially formulated mix feeds for up to six months for more blooms and more color. It'll grow plants twice as large versus unfed plants. That's miracle Grow potting mix. One cubic foot bag, sale priced two for $15. That's at your neighborhood, Ace Hardware. Ace is the place 
with the helpful hardware folks. KLIF can be heard on the FM. If you have a newer vehicle, go to KLIF.com slash FM to learn how. This is Real News and Information 570. KLIF. KLIF.com. All right, thank you, sir. And then finally, before we go to uh, Gary in Dallas, we're going to talk about WhizQ Stone. This is a great day to go to WhizQ Stone at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. They founded in 1983. The experts at Whiskey Stone have been leaders across the Metroplex, turning landscaping dreams into reality. Now that sounds kind of, uh, kind of uh, like a, a nice uh, dream to have. Well, they have delivered on that dream because they send the most wonderful stone out. We have a lot of stone at our house from Whiskey Stone, and you need the same. Uh, Mike and Derek Wisnan own and operates a father and son team, second and third generation in the business. They have a stone for every product, if you're for every need. If you're trying to do a beautiful fountain, uh, having one built for you, they have the stone for it, and they can help you pick the right stone that will uh, look right and hold up properly. If you're doing a patio or a walkway, maybe you're doing a retaining wall, they have them all. Decorative gravel, you betcha they have it. River rock, yes, that's one of the things that I bought from, from Mike Wisenand many years ago. He used to deliver stone when we had our All Texas All Garden show, and uh, Mike brought stone in for the exhibitors. Oh my goodness, they have beautiful stone. It's just like going to a, a toy store. It's just so much fun to shop. They're open Monday through Saturday, 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, Whiz. Q Stone, W H I Z hyphen Q dot com, eight one seven four two nine zero eight two two, Whiz Q Stone. I'm Mike from Grand Prairie Ace Hardware. We're your source of those great lawn and garden products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Mike, very, very much. And we go back to the phones. We're going to go to Gary in Dallas. Gary, this is Neil. Thank you for waiting so patiently. How can I help you today? We have a, uh, it's about a 30-foot tall ash tree in our front yard. And uh, we're concerned about emerald ash borers. So uh, my question yes. is, uh, when should we treat for it and what should we use? Um, I think... Probably you're going to need to work with a, a certified arborist. Um, I am, after you wait half an hour on me, I, I need to be the best person in all of the world to answer your question, and I'm not. I, I need to admit that. I'm not an entomologist. Uh, okay. This insect, yeah, so I might as well tell you because you're going to find out as soon as I open my mouth. Uh, this insect moved into Texas uh, six and a half years ago. Uh, over in East Texas, and it has made its way. It's certainly in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, Denton first, and then Dallas and and Fort Worth. And and uh, I would I would very much suggest that you get a certified arborist on site. Do you have an arborist that you work with? Not really. Okay. Well, I have a I have a uh, a good friend who involves my advertiser, my sponsor. And I know he has ash trees on his property, native ash trees. And uh, they were looking at his ash trees and suggesting uh, treatment uh, as preventive. It's not something you cure. It's something you prevent. And right. uh, there are products that can be used. I, in, the, in the break when the garden tip was playing, I looked up the Texas Forest Service, and they have a fact sheet on emerald ash borer. Um, as of August 2022, they list the counties, and of course we're in it. Uh, this is more the prog progression of them. It doesn't. Hang on, just a second. Um, uh, this is a pretty good fact sheet. It's uh, the Texas Forest Service. It's tfsweb.tamu.edu, and it's called Forest Health colon emerald ash borer. I would recommend you look at that because they have a lot of a pull-down menu of identifying how to how it spreads and kills ash trees, what you can do and where to find help, how to manage uh, uh, the uh, emerald ash borer, 
preparing Texas communities. It's, it's working with foresters and arborists, but also with homeowners, appreciating our ash trees frequently asked questions. Uh, for folks who are unfamiliar with this insect, it has dev- devastated the ash forests in the Midwest. Um, you don't see ash baseball bats anymore, and that's the reason. It's just huh. it's taken them out completely. Um, but I would I would recommend, I don't know what product is being used, but I believe it may be a restricted uh, product for commercial use only. And I wouldn't okay. be a bit surprised. It's probably something a little stronger than home consumers would have access to let okay. me look okay. what it says on managing slow the spread tree removal insecticide treatment several commercially available products are registered for treatment uh, soil injections or drenches trunk injections or trunk sprays they're systemic um, and it talks about the active ingredient which is not a consumer product so yeah i think i think you need to uh, my advertiser can do it uh, probably other than that's uh, well I, I just i normally do not uh, give plugs to advertisers in my answers but they're listed okay. in on my website under radio uh, sponsors um you know, in this case, good gosh, I can't get that close and not help you. It's arborological services, but I think any certified arborist probably would have access to that and, and could help you. If you have somebody that you'd like, that's why I ask if you had somebody. As long right. as it's okay. an I'll, ISA, I'll International, yeah, International Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists, that's what you're looking for. And okay. um, uh, I, I would go there and have them. Have them out sooner rather than later because we're going into the season when the uh, when the insect would be active. When it hits, yes. it's going to move right on through town. Right, right. Okay, okay. I'll give them a call. Now, one other quick question. Uh, I have a whole lot of Mondo grass, and uh, for 20 years it has just done great. Well, with this freeze we had last, sen- uh, last winter, uh, it, it, a lot of it just looks dead. And it looks it'll fine come back. Yellow Mine, I have, okay. yeah, I have, I have almost an acre of it in our rural landscape, and I just decided this year I'm not going to try to mow it or anything. I'm just leaving it there, and I'm going to let it come back on its own. It's already coming back. Put a high nitrogen fertilizer, an all nitrogen fertilizer on it, and water it. I did that about six days ago, and okay. uh, it was already coming back before that. It'll be okay. okay. Super. Yeah. Super. Okay. Got to run. Appreciate the call, okay. Gary. Thanks for waiting on me. You okay. Thank Good luck you, Neil. Bye bye. You betcha. Bye bye. All right. Let me take a break. We have a special guest lined up for you in just a second. My book is Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. It is on sale at thirty six ninety five. Love to get one to you. It covers every aspect of outdoor gardening for every county in this great state of Texas. 840 photos, 344 pages, not in stores, not on Amazon. I sign every copy and I guarantee your satisfaction or I'll refund every penny you spend. You only get it from my website or by calling my office. Call my office Monday through Friday, 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. The website is neilsperry.com. That's the better way to order it, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. This is Neil Sperry for Advanced Foundation Repair. I hope you never need their services, but if you do, you will be so glad they're available. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of the house. Give them a call for that free home inspection. 214-333-0003. They are the best. I know from firsthand experience. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. Let me tell you right now about Wild Birds Unlimited in McKinney. They are right beside Tom Thumb. If you know Tom Thumb on Harden Road, that's the uh, South Tom Thumb store, 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of uh, uh, Tom Thumb, El Dorado Parkway at uh, Harden. And uh, they're open right now. They'd love to see you come in. They have every kind of seed, every kind of feed, every kind of feeder that you could possibly want, and they are the very, very best. Nice people working there and helping there. Wild Birds Unlimited. Now, let me take that one step farther. because And they're open Monday through Saturday. Next Saturday, 
at nine in the morning. They have a, something very special going on. My pastor is listening in right now, and I hope he and his granddaughter will have time to go out there next week. Wild Birds Unlimited, uh, nine o'clock, they're going to have a very special uh, lecture from men who uh, do hand-blown hummingbird feeders from recycled glass in Mexico. And they're going to be talking about creating a, a special habitat for hummingbirds. And this is uh, what they've been doing for 30, uh, gosh, it's uh, 25 years now. Alfredo Garcia Lucio and Jim McKeever uh, and their uh, beautiful parasol company, Parasol Products, hand-blown created by artisans in Mexico with recycled glass, and they are beautiful. Leave it to Birdie at Wild Birds Unlimited to bring in something like that. But you need to reserve a seat. These uh, programs fill up at Wild Birds Unlimited. And uh, here's the phone number to reserve a seat. Call now. Call right now. 972-547-2022. Let's fill them up, folks. 972-547-2022. Wild Birds Unlimited in McKinney. I'm Doug from Jabo's Ace Hardware. We're your source for great outdoor products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Now back to you, Neil. Thank you, Doug, very, very much. Appreciate that. And we go back to our phone lines, but to a very special guest that you've not heard for a while. I guess you heard him at an off time because TCU basketball kind of played played uh, games with us. Tommy Brummett, Pastor Tommy Brummett, First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney. Tommy, how you doing? I am well today on a beautiful day, Neil. How are you? It's turned out pretty, hasn't it? Did it did. Yeah, I'm a little little disappointed I didn't see the sun this morning and I thought, Oh my gosh, but boy the sun came out and it is a beautiful day today. We uh, my wife went out to uh, put out signs today. I won't get into any of the any of the reasons for her signs, but you know, and I know, and, and yes, uh, she said, I'm meeting, I'm meeting three guys who are volunteering to help me. And I said, well, we better wash the car. You don't want them to see a messy car. Well, that didn't work so well. <laughs> it was really wet this morning. So anyway, Tommy, what, what will church entail tomorrow for us during Lent? So Neil, we are, we are walking through the season of Lent. The theme that we're using this year is step by step. We're walking with Jesus and we're learning the disciplines and how to walk together. And someday, tomorrow, we're going to talk about reading the Bible, how to read the Bible, why do we read the Bible, how to do that uh, as part of your devotional life. John Wesley says we should read and pray every day. What in the world does that mean? So we're going to talk about that tomorrow and give thanks. It'll be a great worship service. My wife and I, Lynn and I, took a Bible study class with Tommy as our teacher, and I am not a Bible scholar, but I love that class, and Tommy is a wonderful teacher. He's a wonderful pastor and a, and a, and with great sermons, but he is a wonderful Bible teacher as well. So that's great. And, we, and we, lo- we love the if Bible. If there's anything the left. His book and it'll be fun. Yeah. If there's anything left of Lynn after putting her signs out today, Tommy, we'll be there. She may be eating up with fire ants. Who knows? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just, oh, no. I'm taking life easy broadcasting. I've got the easy part. So, oh, so we're going to talk about birds for a second or two. And I asked, I asked you yesterday what bird you'd like to talk about. And I told people an hour ago, it'd be Carolina wrens. And I love it because that's, that's my favorite little bird. Tell us about oh. it. Oh, you just you just have to love the little wrens. They're they're about five inches long, and they're they're native residents here. They they live here year round. They stay with us through the winter. You can see them at your bird feeders. They they they're singing their little hearts out right now uh, because it's springtime, and they are just a joy. They once you recognize their song their little tea kettle tea kettle tea kettle song it is uh it is a beauty to hear it was is one of the first bird songs that i was able to identify by ear it's an easy one to teach your children and your grandchildren and the little carolina wrens if you just watch them they are so full of uh vinegar and and uh they're they're just 
absolutely gorgeous birds to watch jump around in your backyard from bird feeder to bird feeder to brush to chasing off their neighbors. They are, they are fun to watch. They are very perky little birds. I have a question for you. When, when I'm out with uh, Merlin, the, the app that identifies birds, and I'm recording them because this one is even closer. It sounds like it's right over my head, and I need to get that on Merlin, so I'll record it. But it sounds like they are answering one another from, from another tree. There's another one. Do they do that, Tommy? Sure, and they, they have their own little ter- territory, and they're, they're you know staking that out. Uh, they're also calling uh, back in to their mates. They they that's what I wondered. Uh, they form pairs, and they're together for for some years. Uh, so if you've got a pair of Carolina wrens in your backyard, you will you will be able to get to know them over time. Um, a friend of we mine here in McKinney may have a family has, of wrens. That's exactly right. They're they're building their nest they'll they'll use nest boxes they'll use little uh cavities in trees you can put out nest boxes for them and they will use and they are just a joy uh to watch well well i have enjoyed uh, all of the the birds but i think the carolina wrens as much as any of them and and the fact that they're here all the time the uh, it's interesting now that the weather is getting a little bit warmer the the birds are not as active at the feeders uh, but then all of a sudden it may get rainy or something, and the jays are back at the peanut feeders. It it, it varies. You just have to have the things out there uh, all the time, and and uh, and they will come back to visit. Birds are migrating through now, Tommy, or have they finished their migration? They haven't, have they yet? No, no, no. They they are uh, they are starting their migration, the spring migration, starting uh, right now, and that'll go on through uh, April. Uh, so we're we're just beginning uh, to see that some of the winter birds that you've been familiar with over the winter, they have they have mm-hmm. begun to move up, uh, and the birds from uh, Central South America, uh, they're they're starting to come across. Hummingbirds will come across. Uh, I usually spot my first hummingbird around April the first, so that's that's coming up. Fabulous. All right. Well, that uh, dumb question was asked by a plant guy. Remember that. So, no. <laughs> so no, I don't apologize it's, for him. That's, that's it's it's spring. It's spring migration, but it's just early. It's just kind of the beginning right now. <laughs> now, some birds don't follow that calendar. They do. They do what they choose. But uh, but the majority of birds. The, uh, the oh, hey, that's our sign. We got to go, Neil. God bless you. That's the music. What I want to do is invite people to go to our church website for all the information. That is sharingtheheart.org. Sharingtheheart.org for the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. And join us tomorrow, if you will. This is Pastor Tommy Brummett, and he is my friend. Tommy, thank you. Bless you, Neil. Be well. Thank you. See you tomorrow, and folks, we'll see you next week. Happy gardening.